Merry Christmas Eve Eve. I like to celebrate when it gets close. <laughs> How many kids here have seen Elf, the movie? All right. How many adults? Oh, I saw a couple of adults raise their hands when I asked the first question. Um, in, in the movie, uh, Buddy thinks he's an elf until he grows to be gigantic. And it's obvious that he's human. So he discovers at one point that he's human. He travels to New York in search of his father. While he's in New York, he gets a glimpse of his old friend Santa. Let's watch his reaction. Now, that's that's excitement right there. <laughs> he's pretty pretty pumped about seeing his friend Santa. He he's happy and excited when he sees Santa because he knows him personally. Uh, Santa makes kids happy because he brings gifts. That's what gets us excited. Um, there are two Christmas stories that. Uh, are celebrated at Christmas. One is the story of Santa and his elves. The other is the story of Jesus Christ, his birth, how God sent Jesus as God's ultimate gift to the world. Uh, today, we're going to see how these, these stories come together, how they intersect. Jesus' birth impacts the traditional story. Generosity and joy are themes that flow through both both stories. Uh, the book that Brad read to us, The Legend of St. Nicholas, was actually based in history. Uh, Nicholas was a man who really cared about people. You could see in the story his compassion and heart for people. Uh, he was very generous, very wealthy man, very generous. Nicholas was a follower of Christ. He, he, he walked with the Lord Jesus. And this is where the two stories intersect and why generosity and joy are such a, a strong theme in both, both stories. What happens when you decide to follow Jesus Christ is he motivates you to generosity. And you discover that as you give your life away, as you give yourself away, that's where the joy is found as well. Jesus is at the center of the very first Christmas. God sent him, as I said, as a gift to all who would receive him and give their lives to follow him. That, that's really good news. How many of us know the theme for today is tidings of great joy? How many know what a tiding is? Hey, all right. Some of us do. Tiding, Webster's Dictionary defines tiding as a piece of news. And it also goes on to say that it's Typically, it's almost exclusively used at Christmas time. Tiding. It's something we sing about and something we enjoy. There are at least two songs that have the word tidings in them. We're going to listen to, to both of them, uh, right now. Here's the lyrics of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Sing it, sing it with the, I'm going to turn my mic off.
So there it is. It's it's a part of our more traditional celebration. You hear that song all over the place. Here's another song. It's a 500-year-old Christmas hymn that can, contains the, the same word. Let's listen to it. Sing along if you know it. Something about that song when it gets to the oh, I just want to go oh, tidings, you know, just deep. Okay, that's bad. I know. That's why I turned my mic off. I just wanted to verify that was a good move. Um, this, this is a song about the joy that's found uh, when we accept Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. That, that's what that song's about. Um, joy flows into our hearts. When we know we're going to receive something we want or something we need. Santa brings gifts that we want, hopefully. Uh, Buddy the Elf is full of Christmas cheer. Um, He would say, I just like to smile. Smiling is my favorite. That's, he's happy. Really, he's happy because he's learned with the elves to give gifts, to give things, to be generous. We smile when we get something or when we give things away. Um, there is a much deeper joy that comes, though, when a need is met. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to give us what we really need. Here's a passage I'd like to read that describes our need and the gift of God that we celebrate at Christmas. It was written to early Christ followers to help us understand uh, the gift that we receive and why we need it. Romans 3, through 25 says, For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. What this passage is saying is that everyone on earth has sinned and fallen short of God's glory, or in other words, his ideal standard. We were made as people to glorify God and we chose to go our own way. We chose to not glorify God and not live up to his standard. That's why Paul says, for there is no distinction. We're all in the same boat as people. We're, we're, we're all on the same level. Uh, this, is, this is what really uh, 
it goes on to say we are justified by his grace as a gift. And this is what Christmas is all about. This is why generosity and joy are such strong themes at Christmas time. God sent Jesus Christ to pay the price for our sin that separated us from God. It's the original Christmas gift that God gave that this verse is about. It says that Jesus is a propitiation, not a word we use uh, commonly. A propitiation is, is just the means by which we are forgiven. It's, it's the way that God made for us to be forgiven of our sin, and it's through his blood, it says, by his blood. His blood, in other words, his death on the cross. That's the gift. Jesus was born into this world, and he was born really to die on the cross to pay for our sin. This is an amazing gift that God offers. And it's a path to redemption and into a right relationship with God. And just like any gift, it has to be received. It has to be unwrapped. It's received by faith, is what you see in this passage. We accept the gift of God by faith. If you aren't yet a Christ follower, and you're ready to receive God's gift of eternal life, we'd like to know about that. We would love to know about that. There's a place on the back of the connection card that was in your program to let us know if you'd like to clarify how to receive that gift from God. There are two ways we'd like to help or two ways that we can help. Um, First, if you check the box, contact me about meeting up to clarify my commitment to Christ. We'll arrange for someone to meet with you and answer questions and talk it through. And then second, if you check the box, contact me about beginning a relationship with Jesus, we will send you some information about how to do that. If you aren't yet ready to commit your life to Christ, but you want to investigate what it means to follow Christ, um, I, I want to invite you to discover more by attending on Sundays. We'd love for you to join us uh, throughout the new year as, as it's coming up. As you're around and you hear the messages, we sing the songs, you'll discover more of what it's about. We have also uh, have a gift for you, if you'd like. There's a book on the back table by the Mugs, the Church in the Valley Mugs, um, and it's, it's called The Case for Christmas. It, it, it really lays out the historical and reasons why you can really believe uh, in Jesus and what he came to do. When you decide to follow Christ, he... he turns you inside out. This is my experience. As you continue to follow him one step after the other, he, he peels you inside out. And your focus isn't so much on yourself, but it's on those around you. He leads you to a life of generosity and joy. This began at the very first Christmas with the gift God gave to the world in his son, Jesus Christ. The, gener- gen- the generosity and joy that flows through the stories flow from there. That's, that's why they're a part of the story. Santa and his elves, they don't make toys for themselves. 
they make them for Santa to give away. The Lord led Nicholas to give generously to his friends who were in need. And as a congregation, we look for ways to bless the city uh, and to serve our neighbors and the people around us as well um, all through the year. Christmas is a time that brings tidings of great joy. The generosity of God is obvious at Christmas time. It's the source of our joy at Christmas, and it motivates those who follow Christ to be generous as well. So I'd encourage you, as I wrap up the message, I just encourage you to look for ways to give beyond the norm. At, at this Christmas time. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you for your kindness to us, your grace, the gift of grace that you've given us. You, you offer to justify those who accept your gift and receive you into their lives as Lord. You justify us by grace. You forgive us. By your grace. Thank you for the gift that you've given and the way that you've worked to make this possible. Lord, we honor you and we praise you. And I pray that you'd be pleased with all that goes on both now and through our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.